You're listening to Spotlight on Business on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Once again, here's your host, Laura Smith. Welcome back. Nick Wise is here from Remax Results, and he's also the president of the Board of Realtors of Elkhart County. And what is your title exactly? The one that has you connected to Washington, D.C. to make sure they know what's going on with the needs of Hoosiers. Yeah, yeah. So I was appointed this last year to be the federal political coordinator for Congressman Rudy Ockham. And my job there is just like you mentioned, I'm basically getting him the information he needs so he understands how homeownership and and the real estate market in general is affecting his constituents here in District 2 of Indiana. Absolutely, because it's different everywhere. People's real estate needs and their climate and their landscape is different than every other part of the country. So good that you're representing because uh, nobody knows more than you do about this <laughs> topic. Your favorite, real estate. And uh, you said that June is Homeownership Month. What does that mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's basically just a month in which we celebrate homeownership and and try to put more information out there to the general public about what are some of the benefits of being a homeowner. You know, why why not rent your whole life through? You know, what what does it really do for you? And I think people often look at that, oh, the benefit of owning your home is you build equity, right? And so it's it's a huge savings vessel and and it certainly is. It's actually the number one savings vessel vessel for the majority of Americans you know, is the equity that they have in their home. And, and you know that, you know, listeners, if, if you've sold a home, you were there for five, six, seven, ten years, you went and sold it, and then they hand you that big check at the end of the day, that's the moment that you realize, home ownership, yeah, I, I can do this again. This is a fantastic thing. You know, for me, I, I remember that uh, that moment, and they handed me a check for, at that point, was $85,000, and I thought I was ready to retire. You know, this is the, <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, and and renting. I mean, I just I've been hearing reports and reading them here on Michiana's Morning News uh, during the week, talking about uh, renting right now is at an all time high for Indiana. Is that true? Yeah, it is, and and it doesn't seem to have a real solid end in sight. Of course, like anything else, it depends who you talk to. But uh, as the price of homes goes up, single family homes in particular, it makes it even harder to find a single family home to rent. You know, you're competing again with this backlog of buyers who are pushing home prices up faster, you know, than than has traditionally been, uh, than they've traditionally increased, I should say. But that in turn makes it more and more difficult to find a single family home that you can rent for a reasonable rate. So more and more people are moving into apartments or looking for multifamily units, duplexes, quads, all those types of uh, opportunities that are out there as well. And so those prices are up as well. You know, it's, it's astounding sometimes uh, to think what a two-bedroom, one-bathroom you know, property can go for. You, know, you used to be able to find that, and I'm talking 10 years ago, you could find that for six or $700 pretty easily. Uh, and now you're talking 1200 13 14 and down and around, you know, if we get down to the Indy, Carmel, Fishers area, there, I, I heard recently from someone down there over $2,000 for a two-bedroom apartment. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I know that's a lot for here. Uh, it's not where I come from in New York. It, it's still great, <laughs> but that doesn't matter because here, that's a lot of money for uh, to, to rent. And, um, you know, like you said, when, when you're renting, just think about that. That money is just gone, and it's going towards the equity of the owner's house and you're walking away with nothing. But if it, you own the home, it's just adding to the equity, and um, and you have something lit- literally to pass on to your family, to your children. And it's just a, it's a no-brainer in many ways, and yet some people still opt 
to rent and that's fine. But home, home ownership has so many other benefits as well. And not, not to mention just the, the whole investment idea. What else um, have you found with your studies? Yeah, yeah. So I did a little bit of a deep dive this month in preparation because I actually had that same question. Why, why do we have June Home Ownership Month? You know, why, why is that a thing? And, and why are we trying to, you know, espouse some of the benefits of that? Um, so the one that actually caught me off guard a little bit at, at right up front was the boosted educational performance that we see among the children of homeowners. Um, you know, their, their math scores, their reading test scores, those are substantially higher for kids that live in that stable environment that's provided through home ownership. So when you have a family that stays in place for a long time, you don't have a kid who's moving, maybe changing schools every year, two years, whenever that lease is up, they've now found that they, as students, have increased those scores pretty dramatically, um, honestly. And it just makes sense, I think. If you have a kid, now he's in a new school district, his, his main focus is not on his studies, it's on where do I fit in? Mm-hmm. Who are my friends now? Do I have friends in my neighborhood? I, they have to start all over. And so psychologically, their, their frame of reference when they're going into school that day is, how am I going to be okay? Not how am I going to get an A on this test? So that, um, you know, the numbers when I saw that, that was pretty stark. Um, For example, the graduation rate for children of homeowners is 19% higher than renters. So that's basically one out of five, you know, kids are graduating. Um, They're more than twice as likely then to go on and get some kind of post-secondary education, you know, to go to college. So uh, if you have your child and you're renting, their their opportunity to maybe to go to that college university that they want is 50% lower than if you owned your own home. I thought that was an amazing statistic. That's incredible. Um, is it still uh, a thing where if you want to own a home, because a lot of people say, I-, I would rather own a home, but it's the down payment that gets me. And it seems to me that um, there's things in Indiana like that I did not see in New York in terms of what you like the different loan FHA, what are they called FHA yeah. loans or something yeah there's FHA which is the lower you know traditionally lower uh, down payment loan at three and a half percent down you can also get up to six percent seller paid closing costs so a lot of times what you're doing is just finding that three and a half percent down so really if you're looking for say a two hundred thousand dollar home you got to come up with about seven grand to do that and that that should get your foot in the door there are a lot of other programs and Without going into too much detail right now, there are programs where you can get your down payment covered on an FHA loan as well. You're kidding. You can qualify for these loans. They're they're generally seeking folks who are a little bit lower income. So it's exactly the people that need these loans who are having a tough time saving up that $7,000, right? It sounds easy when I say, hey, save, save seven grand. Um, not easy to do necessarily. But if you have these programs where you can qualify for they basically are attaching, it's it's a second loan that goes on, and if you stay in your home for long enough, that loan is forgiven. If you leave your home before that term is up of that secondary loan, then you are expected to repay it. But that's an amazing opportunity. It, it makes, it almost seems like, why wouldn't anybody try to buy a home then? Because the mortgage is going to be pretty much the same as a rent. Am I right about that or not? Often lower. Yeah. When, you, when you're renting from someone, you you are paying their mortgage. You're paying to cover their taxes, which are going to be higher because they're not going to get homestead exemptions. You're paying to cover their homeowner's insurance. So you've got those three things that you'd be paying anyway, although at a higher clip now. 
keep in mind their interest rate's going to be higher, and like I said, their taxes are going to be higher. So those are all higher. Plus, they're going to want a little slush on the side for their effort, so to speak. Um, they're going to want to be able to cover their maintenance costs and those things as well, maybe their property management costs. So you as a renter are paying for all those things for someone else's benefit. Right. And you walk away and you have nothing to show for it. You're paying 100% interest. This is amazing. And I just think that's incredible um, for being Home Ownership Month in June. There's another statistic that you found that I think is really interesting. And that's that home ownership actually contributes to a safer neighborhood. Is that true? Yeah, very much so. Um, I think part of it is... There's a little bit of a stigma. Um, I know for, for a fact, in, in dealing with a lot of clients, if I go show them a home and they, they look across the fence and over there there's an apartment complex, a lot of times that's that's a no. The no stamp gets put on right now, and, and no matter how much they like that home, they don't want to live where there's a bunch of rentals in the neighborhood because that often does bring crime. Um, part of it is because when you're invested in your community and you're invested in your home, you're going to be willing to participate in, in that as, as kind of a watchdog uh, mentality. And they have found that in areas where there's higher levels of home ownership, the instance of basically people coming together, even if it's just phoning the police when they see something happen, you know, hey, it looks like somebody's breaking into my neighbor's house. I'm going to call the cops where for whatever reason, if it's in, a, in an area where it's largely rentals, they'll just close the blinds and, and, you know, and turn the other way, I guess, and pretend that it's not happening. It's not happening to me. I'm just going to pretend that it's not happening at all. Um, so, you know, when you have homeowners in a neighborhood, they'll often form a neighborhood watch. You know, even if it's not on paper that we're all part of the neighborhood watch, they do it intrinsically. It's it's part of the value, I think, of having that network of neighbors that you know and that you've had stability with for a long period of time. You know, if I know Joe and Susie over here, maybe I'm more inclined to help them out if they have some kind of a need in that. Or if, if I'm a little bit wary of what's going on with a parked car in front of their house that I do not recognize. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just, again, part of our nature to do that. Um, so, yeah, that's that's been one of the things that we've noticed and, and want to promote through this, you know, homeownership. The increased involvement in, in civic areas and volunteerism is higher in homeownership now, how areas. is that possible? Isn't that weird? What does too? that have to do with it? I know, I know. And I think it's just, again, you're, you're here, you look at that, you, I'm invested in this area that I'm in, I want to build that area up. I'm going to be here for five to ten years, maybe longer, so I want this area to thrive, and it becomes more important for people. And so they do, they get out there, and they actually spend more time giving of themselves. And, and maybe it's because they actually can do that. You know, as homeowners, they have that, that luxury of having a little more stability that they want to give back. They have more time. They have more resources that they don't have to work 60 hours a week, two jobs. You know, they can they can maintain as they are. So, yeah, we've seen that those rates go up. Um, it, and I, I'll be honest, probably my favorite thing that, you know, it seems so, so obvious, but you don't maybe think about it until it's in front of you is the freedom that comes from homeownership. And, and freedom is America, right? I think it's synonymous with America. We want to be free. But when the home is yours, it's just that. You can do what you want to the home. I'll never forget when I was a young man renting a home, and I thought I was going to stay there for quite a while, so I put up a fence for my dogs, a nice wood privacy fence. We changed out some of the lighting in that home. Well, when it came time to move out of that, all that stuff stayed there. Yes. And so when I went and rented my next home, guess what I did? Squat. I didn't do anything to it, you know, because it was it was you know upsetting. Everything that I had done to you know furnish and upgrade that previous home was now the benefit of the landlord, and I got none of it. So when we own our own homes, we see a lot of people putting money back into their home. Um, that obviously benefits them and increases the value of their home. 
not always dollar for dollar, but generally speaking, you're, you're increasing the value of your home and you're getting the benefit of enjoying those things that you're doing. But it also then puts money back into your local community. You know, a homeowner, the things that they do their home, that doesn't leave. You know, so I hired Joe from down the road, the people that I know, to come and, and put up that fence and, you know, to put up new decking, whatever it may be. That money stays local and it helps to build that community too. I met someone recently who watched my house being renovated, which took a, a year and a half because a fire happened during it. And they watched it. And I can't remember how I met this person the other day, but they said to me, you incentivized us because we saw your house go from what it was and, and everything, even the color of the house and how much he said. And when we just got a lake house and we decided to kind of copy you and use bold colors like that, because we just, we fell in love with what you were doing to your house and we watched it every day. It got better and more interesting and everything. And they said, so when we went down there, we, we kind of copied you and we wanted to do the same thing. And that's what you do when you own something. You really do. You turn it into your your beautiful kingdom, you know, and even if it's the smallest house, I, I lived in the smallest house on the planet in New York. It was 900 square feet. It was a bungalow, like a true bungalow, but it was my kingdom. It was my sacred space and it was, I loved it. And so I tried to make it as beautiful and as I could. And I'm, and I did that with this one too. It took a long time to get there, but you know, I think it does influence people in a good way when you see your neighbor um, doing things to improve the home or, you know, beautify it or whatever, it gives you inspiration. And uh, so, yeah, I, I just think, yeah, home ownership has been a big blessing to me. I'm grateful. My parents helped me out the first time, but you're telling me about these loans that are available here. Pretty amazing for people who are thinking that, oh, I could never own a home. It's too much. You, you've really, you beg to differ. So Nick Wise, I'm so grateful when you come in. It's a, it's a great education and, and a, a real uh, temperature of what's going on in our area in terms of real estate. Once again, tell people how they can find you because you're so accessible and you, you even answer your phone and text people back. I sure um, do. <laughs> I know that for a fact because you were my broker. So I can say that full knowledge. Yep. You can always, of course, text me uh, 574-584-4009 or just real quick and easy. You can get me on the web. You can search for homes on there. Uh, you can look at some of our other, you know, you can do a mortgage calculator on there. So that website is nickwise.com and it's N-I-C-W-Y-S-E.com. I love it. Nickwise.com. More on Spotlight on Business. And again, you'll be able to hear this again if you want to get the information or get the detail, find details uh, on our website, 953mnc.com. We have a podcast page that's dedicated to Spotlight on Business. Thank you, Nick. You're very welcome. Glad to be here, Laura. If you missed any part of today's show, log on to 953mnc.com and look for the Spotlight on Business podcast. Be sure to tune in again next Sunday afternoon at 4.30 for Spotlight on Business on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station.